0: Are you
1: working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. <laughs> bye, bye, bye.
0: what is it you want to
1: do when you grow up? Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live!
0: Have the past is up to the end the oh. oh, <laughs> The Philadelphia Eagles
1: are Super Bowl Champions! Good evening, Commissioner. From the makeshift studios in Mulletville Hill, New Jersey. It's talking-ish with your commission. And a lot has changed since we have last seen each other. Maxwell Ezra Stein went from worst to first. And this league made a new immortal enemy. A man named Salil Gulati. We'll get to him. We'll get to you too, Stein. Off Off the bat here for the podcast, I just want to go... Go through something. Give you a little status update on the commission. Because I think I owe you guys an explanation as to why I've kind of gone on hiatus. I mean, you know I've got a lot going on in my life. I've got a one-year-old almost. She's 10 months old. Well, I don't know when we stop counting months and stuff. But she's basically almost one. She's a handful. She's beautiful. I love her. I'm having a great time. That's the highlight of my life right now. It's great. highly recommend it. So excited for you, Jake. Congratulations again. Um... But then, you know, like the there's like this weird dichotomy in my life right now. I have this happy thing in my daughter and this just like brutally just gut-wrenching thing in my mom. I love my mom. I mean, she's my mom. She's like the anchor of my family. And when you watch someone like that go through just like these painful things. It's so hard to watch. I don't know. I just, I can't explain it. It's just had a profound impact on me. And sometimes that takes me off my game. Like last weekend, for example, we were at Nights in Venice and, you know, it's a big, big thing for my family. And my mom is like stubborn. So she doesn't want to like spoil a weekend for anybody, but she's fucking sick. She's going through radiation because she's got cancer in her pancreas, which is where it started, her ovaries, her lungs, possibly other places. And she's been throwing up like constantly, like thirty every 30 minutes pretty much. She can't keep food down. And we thought it was just maybe the radiation, but, you know, it lasted for like she didn't eat for like three fucking days. She couldn't keep things down. And it was it was hard to watch throughout that weekend, you know. And now she's in the hospital with like a blockage or something in her intestines could be from a tumor pressing up on her intestines could be a blockage. We don't know waiting for a scan. It's just like, this is every day and it's frustrating every day. You like wake up and you wonder what's going to happen. And it's a brutal thing to go through mentally, especially like, it's not just like dealing with it for myself. It's like having to deal with everybody else. And it's more of the having to deal with everyone else that weighs on you. Because I can handle my own emotions, you know. I can keep that shit in check. It's the wild card of everyone else's. Like, you don't know what that does to you until you you have it kind of crash down on you. And that's just like, that's just what I'm going through. Just want to like throw that out there. That's a very honest, transparent thing, you know. I just feel like we're friends. We can, we can do that. So like sometimes, you know, I sit here and I go to try to do a podcast and I just don't got it because I'm not in the right mindset. And I try to pull myself out of it. It's been tough. I've gotten fat. You should see me. I'm like jiggly. I'm probably like pushing like, I don't know, somewhere in the, uh, I I look like fucking Carl Winslow right now. If you see my side profile, it's like, boom, Carl Winslow. You remember that show, Family Matters with Erkel?
0: Good idea man.
1: How the fuck was that a mainstream show that people watched, you know? Like, white people watched that show. Everyone loved Family Matters. I love Family Matters. They had a great theme song. Remember the theme song? It's a rare condition this day and age. Great fucking theme song. TGI Fridays, or whatever that was called. No, that was the restaurant. TGIF, that was the thing. ABC, TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. because all, all of our favorite ABC programs are on. Full House, Family Matters, Step by Step, Sabrina. I think I don't know. Am I missing anything? I think those were the shows. Did you guys watch those shows, or was I just a big, big mo? I know that's one of the words we're not supposed to say, but you know, don't don't, don't cancel me. Like ten people listen to the show. Come on. Um. Anyway, you know, one thing COVID has taught me is that I don't think we should trust any institution government especially they're all out to just like fuck us and make money this country is just all about making money wherever there's profits to be made people are scamming you out of out of money and it's all in the name of money that's that's our religion in this country and i feel like covid exposed that to like a very deep level something as simple as just like public health people are just like oh let's make money off that the vaccines let's make money and these people aren't even fucking li- like these companies aren't liable for anything that happens. We could grow three fucking heads from these vaccines and they they don't fucking have any liability. And I took it. I took the vaccine because like I just like I, you know, I felt like it was my societal obligation. we got to stop covid. But now that time's elapsed and a lot of like information comes out and I feel like we're a little wiser about this virus and what it actually is. I see through the, the bullshit that they're trying to pull over our eyes. And I, I feel like I sound like Mark Nardotti right now, but you know I feel like these pharmaceutical companies are pushing the narrative of the Delta variant. The Delta variant, my ass, come on. This fucking thing kills people who are vulnerable. If you're vulnerable, get the vaccine. If you don't get the vaccine and you're vulnerable and you get COVID and you die, that's your fault. People have to take responsibility for their actions in this country. I'm so tired of people trying to tell me how I have to speak and what I have to do. The responsibility for like everyone's actions is themselves. If you like really want me to call you some other fucking name, and it's like really really important to you, then it's upon you to correct me when I'm talking to you every single time I mispronounce it. Not on me it's to fucking memorize some way of speaking that I didn't learn in school. I didn't learn pronouns the way that you're asking me to speak. That's why all of these things, I don't know. It's just like we're all going crazy. We're picking apart these fucking ridiculous things in society that at the end of the day don't fucking matter. I mean, these are small little minute differences. There's so many worse things in the world than hurtful language and and all that stuff. In my opinion, language comes down to intent. And if you have intent to hurt someone with language, then you'll say something hurtful. You can use things that maybe you know, in certain contexts can be, can be considered hurtful, sure. But, like, if you're intense not to hurt someone, then, like, I don't know. It's not the malicious thing that cancel culture and all this stuff makes it seem to be. We've just gone out, got off the rails. And I feel like that's part of, like, what's made this whole last, like, almost year and a half just feel real fucking goofy. And with everything going on in my life, the context, the backdrop... It's just so much more fucking weird. Just a weird fucking year, guys. And I feel like we're not headed anywhere different, really, are we? It's just, I don't know. I'm not going to get political and all that shit. That's about as political as I'm going to get, personal as I'm going to get. Let's get into stuff about the league, shall we? Just a few months ago, this league came under attack. Shots fired, shots fired. From strangers from outside outside the universe. I get an email from Spotify. Because last year I decided well, hey, let's stream on Spotify. It's just one more place to for make it convenient for you guys to listen to my fucking podcast. So I get an email from Spotify. It says Content Takedown. Claim 218-97437. Official document from Spotify here. Ooh, so official. Ooh, ooh. ooh. Hi. We have received a complaint from Salil Gulati, Universal Music Group, that the following content infringes on the intellectual property rights of Universal Music Group worldwide. While this claim is under investigation, this episode is taken down effective immediately. <laughs> and the episode that was in question was Season 4, Episode 12, Back to Back. I think this is maybe when... Uh, Fox went back-to-back like MVP weeks. So it was a Drake song. So this fucking guy, Salil Gulani from Universal Music Group, who I guess, uh, I guess that's who Drake made the song with, song back-to-back. Drake, the artist known as Drake, Universal Music Group. Is that clear enough for you if you're spying? But these guys, I guess, have some kind of robot That scans Spotify or other platforms and looks for people like me who have podcasts. And they try to hit them with these little threats because they think we're scared. Guess what? Ten people listen to my podcast, douchebag. You think I'm scared to get kicked off of fucking Spotify? What are they going to do? Shut down the $12 I pay them per month? I still pay them to listen to music. I don't give a fuck if my friends can't stream them on your platform spotify fuck off spotify i hope spotify has an algorithm to review this podcast that's streaming on their pal- platform when i tell them to go fuck yourself spotify and universal music group salil galati specifically i went down you know a deep rabbit hole in this guy and i thought maybe you know i'll show up in new york city and just knock on his door since we can find his address it's all public. You shouldn't, you shouldn't put your name in the fucking email to Spotify. I thought about just showing up and just having a conversation with him for the podcast. But then I was like, that's probably taking it too far, Brent. And I always do cross the line. So I pulled back the reins on that. But what I am planning as part of a, a stunt for the podcast is sending him a, one of those bags of dicks, seeing if maybe we can get it filmed, his reaction opening, hopefully, outside his door because I'm not going to be able to get in his apartment, unless, no, we won't take it that far. Don't cross the line. But anyway, Salil Gulati has now become the number one enemy of the commish. So henceforward, he will be referred to a lot on this podcast in the context of being a douchebag in general. So if you're being a dick and you're not contributing to the podcast, you're Salil gulati it. You're hurting the podcast, you know? if These sound like the rants of a madman. It's because I've been sitting... 90 degree sweat box weather inside my own home. It, li- it literally feels like the Vietnam fucking jungle in my house, sitting in my living room like naked, hoping my neighbors can't see me through my lightly sheared window covers or whatever you call them, curtains. <laughs> it's been hot, dude. been fucking sweating. I, I like took a shower last night and I just made it ice cold. And then I got, I just like made myself so cold that my body temperature went down to just to turn up the shower to be able to clean myself. And then I get out of the shower after I, you know, cool myself back down with cold water. And I just immediately, it's fucking sweating and just disgusting. Just, I'm like, I'm like a very sweaty person. I'm like a hot person. I run hot. I run hot and holy fuck. Our boy Jake put an offer on a house. And the lady who owns the home signed up for like, uh, the Bobby Bonilla version of like solar contracts, where she's she's paying it for like the rest of her life. She she basically signed up for like a prison sentence. That's this contract is ridiculous, and it made me think of like my own interaction with these solar people because they're fucking shysters, dude. They knock on your door relentlessly. I don't know about you, but I live out here in suburbia. And these motherfuckers knock on my door at least once a month. Now, if you've come to my house recently, you've probably noticed that I've put up some no soliciting signs because there's nothing I fucking hate more than when a motherfucker comes to my door trying to sell me something I didn't ask for. If I need someone to come to my home and and present me a sales pitch for something, it better be something I fucking ask them to come and present to me on, you know, I'm not sitting here and sitting through some fucking sales pitch I didn't ask for, so when you come to my door and you're trying to sell me fucking exterminator fucking shit, I don't even know, termite stuff, if I need it, I'll call you, okay, I put up my no soliciting signs for a reason, so when people ignore the no soliciting signs, I get pretty fucking pissed, so one day I'm sitting in my backyard with Reggie and Dutch, playing some games and I see these fucking Jagoffs on the roof of my neighbor's house and I'm like, Oh my god, they're both wearing the same shirt. It's this like ridiculous purple shirt. And I'm like, these guys are fucking roof guys. They're trying to sell him solar panels. And you know, I'm like already kind of in my head thinking like they're they wouldn't ignore my two no soliciting signs. The one when you first approach my driveway and then one when you first approach my fucking door. There's two. There's two warnings. Don't fucking sell me something. No soliciting. They wouldn't ignore that. But I see them up on this roof in my backyard. And I'm like, I know they're coming. I know they're fucking coming to my house. But will they see the signs and respect the signs? So, of course, these two jerk-offs, they don't. And it's about the fucking poor rain. It's about the poor rain. So I'm like, what, are you going to go up on my roof? So the, the guy knocks on my door. And he's like, he looks like fucking some like jacked up kid from like Bible camp. And he's like, excuse me, sir. I'd really like to talk to you today about solar panels. And normally I'd ask if you can go up on your roof and tell you how great it would be for you based on the layout of your roof. But today it's going to rain. So I wanted to see if I could come back another day. And I'm thinking to myself, this motherfucker rang my doorbell walk past two no soliciting signs and just fucking is trying to sell me solar panels when it's about to start pouring rain and i'm just like yeah you know what come back tomorrow come back tomorrow so i was actually planning to cut my grass that day and i'm like just like me fucking mean mugging this asshole from my backyard distract me enough to not be able to cut my grass before it started raining that that night so the next day i was cutting the grass and lo and behold in the middle of me cutting the grass, this motherfucker shows right back up. So I'm cutting my grass, you know? Something I don't like to be fucking disturbed during. Don't fucking interrupt me while I'm cutting my grass. Like that's a task that I like to do from start to finish without interruption. Do not fucking interrupt me. And he shows up at my house, tries to pitch me the solar panels again. And like he can't he like he was just like going around the neighborhood the day before. And, you know, literally door to door looking for any sucker so he wasn't like coming back that day other than to talk to me because he had already hit every fucking house on the block and i just like i'm in the middle of cutting the grass i'm so fucking mad i have to stop the engine of my mower in the middle of my cut and this motherfucker just like smiling at me and i had intended this entire time to tell him to fuck off i only wanted him to come back because he had inconvenienced so he shows back up at my door and he starts going through the spiel. And I'm like, hey, man, listen, you seem like a nice guy. And I know you're doing your job. But you really shouldn't ignore people's no soliciting signs. I mean, I put them there for a reason. And if I wanted you to sell me something, I would have called you. And maybe if you left your like, card to my mailbox or you know, inside my door, I would have given you some thought when I needed uh, solar panels. But now... I don't need them. I don't need them. I never needed them. And I, I never asked you to come to my door to sell me something. And the only reason I made you come back today was because I wanted to inconvenience you the way you inconvenienced me by ringing my fucking doorbell. And I got back on my tractor, continued on cutting my grass. And that was a little fun thing I did for myself. A little treat, fucking up that guy's day for fucking ignoring my fucking sides. Dickhead. This podcast is brought to you by Solar City. Listen, you need solar panels. It's 2021. If you don't have solar panels, like you're a noob in terms of being environmentally friendly. You're not even like scratching the surface of being green. I mean, solar panels are the it thing for trying to be the greenhouse on the block. And if you want something that your neighbors can look at and say, that's a fucking eyesore, then you need solar panels. So. Call up Solar City. Or better yet, we'll send people to your fucking door. We're going to come to your door, Solar City. We're going to try to sell you some shit. We're going to give you some solar panels, and it's going to be great. We're going to have solar panels that you're going to love. You're going to put them on your roof, and all your neighbors are going to be like, Holy shit, I hope you don't burn my fucking house down with the reflection of those solar panels on your roof that are facing my fucking house. And then our salespeople are trained to just fuck you up on the contract just fuck you right up the ass we're gonna to give you an interest rate that'll just make your fucking mother cry make the federal reserve jealous that we're charging these interest rates and they're just pumping out bullshit all the time and guess what you need a loan for 50 years 100 years you want this loan for your grandkids we can extend it as long as fucking possible but guess what dickbag? bag every year you extend it, we're raising that interest rate yep solar city We've got solar panels, which you absolutely need. Like, if you don't have them, honestly, you're pretty much uh, you support Nazis. You support Nazis if you don't fucking get solar panels. So fucking let's go get on the solar panel train today. Now, Solar City, we're gonna be there tomorrow. Just, I'm coming to your house. I know your address. We stole it from the internet. So thank you. Uh, I'll see you soon. Solar City, a proud sponsor. Uh, Talking ish with your commish. I don't know about you. But I am just so fucking checked out on the Olympics. Like it's it was the twenty it's the twenty twenty Olympics. No, it's not. It's twenty twenty one. Let's call a spade a spade. Sorry, we missed that opportunity. It's twenty twenty one. Uh what would have been twenty twenty Summer Olympics. And I don't know about you. I think the fucking Summer Olympics are lame. Okay, we want to watch people swim in a poo. The best part, and we all know it, is beach volleyball and not the guys. Okay. For very specific reasons it's beach volleyball. And other than that it's all fucking boring. There's a lot of drama around gymnastics. Gymnastics is probably the only other entertaining sport if we're calling it a sport. It's a bunch of bitches doing flips. You know. And then today we got the drama of Simone Biles. Brent Simone Biles. Um and I don't know what to make of it. Like she's a, she's a kid, you know. Kids go through stressful times, especially, like, in this day and age. Kids are just fucking soft, man. I'm not saying she's soft for having, like, mental problems. Well, I have mental problems. We're all, we all got mental problems. I just talked for the first, like, fucking 15 minutes of this podcast about my mental problems. But, you know, I, I, a part of me feels bad for her. And another part of me is just like, you know, fucking suck it up, buttercup, and go compete in the Olympics. Don't be a little a little noob, you know. So I I hope she figures it out. I hope she, you know, finds Jesus and gets back on the balance beam or whatever the expression might be in gymnastics. It makes the USA proud, but, you know, you want to sit out the Olympics let down your country? That's cool, too. That's cool, too. But overall, the thing is, Simone, no one gives a shit about the fucking Olympics. No one fucking cares. I don't fucking care. You're fucking relevant four times every, every four years. Every fucking four years no other than that no one gives a shit so olympics are stupid it's cool to root against other countries but like you know it's also fucking stupid the the fucking events are stupid you're like how is this sport how is this an olympic sport handball Uh, it's like dude it's like imagine if they made the fucking dongs an olympic event they fucking shoot you know what we should petition the Olympic Committee. I mean, more nefarious shit goes on than what we do back here in the DONGs. And I'll tell you what, I could run an event better than the fucking Olympics. So, let's get maybe like fucking DONG dong rules coup up in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Couple, uh, maybe the GULAG. GULAG in the Olympics. Imagine the GULAG, it's like Russian would dominate. They're like, GULAG, I was born in the GULAG. Oh, yeah. That's why we don't run the world, boys. That's why we live in... I live in my little basement here with no fucking my my air conditioning just coming back to life. It's so fucking hot in my house. I'm just trolling around in my little dungeon doing a podcast for 10 fucking people. That's what we do. So, 8-7, August 7th, we got a draft. Well, not the draft. Just the dongs. We've got the dongs. And unfortunately, you know, Jake's not going to be able to make it. It sucks. You guys, honestly... If I'm being honest with you, it's a little on me for not scheduling it sooner, but it's also a little on you for not prioritizing your life around the dongs. I'm just saying, just saying, you know, maybe just block out the whole month of August and September next year. I mean, is that that much to ask that you don't do anything during those months to make it real easy to fucking plan next year for next year? We're going to, we're just going to pick the date like fucking today. We're going to fucking and pick it today and tomorrow. Whenever we get around to it. Sometime fucking soon. We're going to pick a date for next year. If a wedding comes up, you got to go to like Mimi's Bris or some shit. I don't know. I know women don't get fucking their dick cut off. You know what I'm saying. You got some event. Tell them, you know, listen, I am I got plans. I got very important plans with my buddy, the commish. He's putting on the dongs. And if they're like, what's the dongs? You say it's the draft order nomination games. It's an annual event. And they're like, well, where's that play? And you're like, oh, we do a series of activities at my friend at the commission's house. And, you know, we it helps us decide the draft order and shit, you know? It's just, it's a fucking annual event, okay? And this year's event, obviously, we'll go through the ceremonial things that we typically do. We'll crown Stein, our new champion, into the Champions Club, Gold Jacket Club. Do you guys want to get rings, Champions? Champion Circle? let's talk let's talk <laughs> um and then we will go into the dongs and for this year's dongs we've we kept it simple short and sweet i've learned that that's like the sweet spot it's like 3 to 4 events and i feel like that's the sweet spot so i have 3 to 4 events planned i say 3 to 4 because you never know sometimes i go to do this shit and it doesn't fucking work out i've got i've got a pretty solid plan for this year um not Something like the Gulag at all. So it's a, it's a departure from, from that whole per perspective of the DONGs and what that kind of thing could be. We might return to that spectrum. Uh, but this year, we're kind of going back to what I'd say was like the roots of the DONGs. So just like a bunch of like different activities that meet skill requirements of different people within different events. So that's all I'm going to say for now. So those of you that can be there, I appreciate you being there. And for Jake, um, listen, we can work something out. I mean, if a a bunch of you can come the following weekend or something and meet me uh, and Jake here, we could put something together that would incorporate Jake as well. Because the draft's happening on a different day now regardless, so we're going to have a different draft day. And I'm hoping that for draft day too – some people can come here and hang out like let's have a draft on a fucking like Saturday still or you know maybe not a Saturday because you guys are all fucking booked but you know let's like have a draft on a fucking I don't know Thursday a Friday and maybe just like fucking hang out drink some beers and just celebrate like how many times do we get to get together let's just use it as an excuse so I'll throw that out there on the table as well and then you know, before we draft, we have to have a league meeting, hopefully sober-minded, or as we're having our first few beers, maybe have a cigar, celebrate Sino one more time, and, all, and just like the league and just being back together and fucking stamping out COVID and all that shit. So, yeah, let's get this uh, Let's get this shit underway. I'll try to get out of my funk, get the podcast back going. I felt like I had a few moments tonight. I don't know. I also feel like I'm just ranting because I'm drunk. Uh, in my house in my underwear with no shirt on, tits out, dude tits out, hairy fucking monkey, man I look like a fat gorilla sitting here in a chair it'd be very, like, odd to observe through the window <laughs> like, if you saw me they'd be like, oh, whoa, is that fucking, like it's like, yeah, okay you know, at, at work, some lady compared me to Jack Black and I'm like, oh, cause, like is, wait, she's saying I look like him or I'm funny like him I, like, didn't know. I'm kind of thinking she said I'd look like him, and that's fucked up. It's like, wow, fuck, I look like Jack Black? I mean, he's just, like, a fucking fat little rocker man. Anyway, man, yeah, we're going to get back on track here with the podcast. We're going to get the league going. Hopefully, you guys can fucking stick to this date and, meet, and make the dongs. And listen, if there's other proposals on the table where we can make something else work out, let me know, but... It's just tough to coordinate all this shit, especially with everything I've got going on. Like, we just kind of need to lock it down and go. I've got a I've got a minimal time to plan this. I've also got my dad's like retirement party I'm planning like a speech for that, so there's just like there's fucking a lot going on. Just, so, you know, hopefully you'll understand. Kimish just got a full plate and work is crazy. It's crazier than it's ever been. So, yeah, uh we'll we'll commit the time though that we can to the podcast and hopefully have some laughs along the way and get the soundboard back up and running so maybe it's not just me blabbering this whole time and you guys get to contribute as well so from here on out fellas let's uh let's get her done booking draft coming up eight seven that's just that's next weekend you realize that right you guys can make it don't flake out on me uh, i'll be ready you know i am always so let's get after it this year You know, every year I fucking sit here and say, like, oh, let's get that participation up. But I guess it's got to start with me. Get back on the wagon before I can ask you for that. So, yeah, maybe, you know, at some point, let's get back on that participation train. We'll get everything going. And then, dude, football, man. And then hopefully a normal year of fucking football. Not this goofy shit. So tired of COVID and us and crap. So uh, taking us out. This one's for uh, my boy, Salil Gulati. Guess what? My man, Salil Drake's on the podcast again with a song that's actually DJ Khaled but fuck it
0: I'm getting so cold I ain't wait this hard since I was 18 apologize if I say anything I don't mean like what's up with your best friends we get out have some fun believe me and what's up with these new niggas and why they think it all comes so easy. Forget it while you here, boy. Yeah, boy. Cause all that hype don't feel the same next year, boy. Right. Yeah. I told you, it's I'm wonderful. on one. Yeah, Respect fuck it, i on one. Yeah, I said I'm on one. Rock. Fuck it, I'm on one. Two white cups that I got that drink. Could be purple or could be pink. Depending on how you mix that shit. Money to be got, i am get that shit, cause I'm on one. I said fuck it. I'm on one. Huh. I'm burning purple flowers, it's burning my chest I bury the most cash and burning the rest Walking on the clouds, suspended internet The ones beneath me recognize the red bottoms I wear Burning in the belt, move the kids to the heels Get shorty on the sink, do it for the thrill Kiss you on your neck and tell you everything is great Even though I'm out on bond and might be facing eight, Still running with the same niggas to the death of me ever seen a million cash gotta count it carefully ever made love to
1: the woman of your dreams in a room full of money out in london as she screams
0: baby i could take it there call mark jacobs personally to make a pair so yeah we on one, the feeling ain't fair And it's double M-G until I get the check All I care about chip. is money in the city that I'm from I'ma sip until I feel it, I'ma smoke it till it's done I don't really give a fuck, and my excuses that I'm young And I'm only getting older, somebody should have told you I'm on one, yeah, fuck I'm on one, yeah, I said I'm on one Said I got that drink Could be purple or could be pink Depending on how you mix that shit Money to be got i am get that shit Cause I'm on, on. I'm so drunk It's wrong it's, it's, it's I walk in the club Fuck everybody And all my niggas got that heat I feel like Pat Riley Yeah, too much money Ain't enough money You know the feds listening Nigga, what money? I'm a made nigga I should dust something. You niggas on the bench, like the bus coming. <laughs> ain't nothing sweet but the switches. I'm folks might as well say cheese for the pictures. Oh, I'm about to go Andre the Giant. You a sellout, but I ain't buying it. Chopper dissect nigga like science. Put it into your world like the Mayans. It's a celebration, bitches. Miles It's a slim chance I fall. Don't you be the name, do ask me how I got it I'm killing these hoes, I swear i trying to stop the violence All I care about is money yeah. in the city that I'm from I'ma sip until I feel it, I'ma smoke it till it's done I don't really give a fuck, my excuses that I'm young And I'm only getting older, somebody should have told you I'm on one, yeah, like rock, 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 rock. Fuck it. I'm more on rock, rock, rock. one, Ryan, rock, 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 rock. yeah, said I'm on one I got that drink. Could be purple, could be pink. Depending on how you mix that shit. Money to be got, never get that shit, cause I'm on. on. <laughs> I said, fuck it, I'm on. I said, fuck it, it's Um, I think you just got uh, cucked. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: oh shit.